I wanted to do an advert for Anchor. This is the app that I'm actually using to do every episode of Analogy of the Sun. It's super freaking easy. Uh, it's also free. So couldn't get any better than that. If I can use this and I'm able to like put stuff on Spotify and all that, then you definitely can. If you've ever thought of just having a podcast for fun, like what I'm doing, then I would definitely suggest that you download Anchor now and they actually will upload it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and things of that nature or those type of apps for you. Again, it's completely free. There's no minimum listenership that you have to have. Everything you need in one place to make a podcast. It is amazing. So if you've ever thought about having a podcast at all, just for fun, or possibly to add to your work or your business, then please go ahead and download Anchor today. Hey guys, it's me, Jenny. I wanted to do a um, podcast episode with you guys. I know I, you know, I posted an episode. I think it was last week. I don't even know. It's probably it might have been this week. Shit, um, saying that I was going to take some time off, and I and I was definitely going to do that. I, I definitely, <laughs> um, but something kind of popped up, and I want to address it. And not, I'm not being like, you know, something about me popped up. I'm not that, I'm not that popular. Um, someone said something and I'm not gonna out them for being an asshole because honestly they should know they're being an asshole by doing it. Um, if they don't, then you know what? That's all the more reason that I'm glad I'm not going to be talking to them anymore. Um, so I noticed that someone I follow was talking about having a panic attack. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Side note. This is about fetishizing or romanticizing mental illness. Just FYI. Anyways, back to, back to what I was saying. So, um, now that knowing this person, I've had many conversations with them and they've never had issues with it prior. And I, I understand that it can it can just happen. I, I totally, especially, um, anxiety can be triggered by stress for sure. And this is a, for sure, this is a very stressful time for pretty much everybody. So I get that, but I think my issue was, is that this person has never said anything about it. Um, they know people, including I, uh, who've, really struggled with panic attacks, anxiety. I have anxiety, um, for sure, but I don't, uh, for sure. I'm going to keep saying that so much. Um, and apparently, um, a lot too. I apologize. I got rusty with my couple days of, so I have struggled with panic attacks, anxiety. Like I said, yes, for sure. Cause that's just, um, kind of comes with the territory. But panic attacks I have suffered with since I was 14, 13, 14. And I turned 38 on Monday, so long fucking time. And I would like to say they get better. For me, in my personal experience, they have gotten worse. Uh, Not better. They last a lot longer than they used to. Uh, That might just be because I'm, you know getting older. I don't know. Maybe my body's just not as resilient, 
but so I noticed in this long diatribe of a post, I noticed that uh, they took told about the time that it started. Okay, this panic attack, so-called, quote unquote, and then I noticed they. I believe I could be mis you know misquoting the post here, but I believe they did post uh, the time that they were posting the post on the place that they posted it. (laughs) Uh, and it was like an hour. Okay. So let me, uh, I don't, I'm not going to be an asshole. I don't want to be an asshole, but there is a big difference between, I want to say big, but there's, there's a difference. There's a feeling of, there's a big difference between a panic attack and anxiety attack. And honestly, I don't even like to say things. I don't even like to say an anxiety attack. Anxiety is pretty generalized. And anxiety is just, anxiety can last for days and weeks, especially if it's something's going on in your life. You can be anxious for days and weeks. It's like feeling like I like to equate the feeling of anxiousness to like stage fright. You know, when you're about to walk on stage, you're kind of excited, but also want to puke and you don't, you, you're afraid you're going to fall and trip or whatever, you know? So that's, that's what anxious is to me. Now, panic attack. Uh, I've had panic attacks that have lasted six, seven hours. And if anyone listening to this has never had a panic attack, uh, what can I equate it to? So let's say that, okay, so what happens usually, how it starts, how I know it's happening is uh, I start getting really jittery, little shaky. And all of a sudden I start holding my breath unintentionally. I'm not trying to hold my breath. But I'll notice that all of a sudden, um, I'm on my breath, which is strange. So I'm like, oh shit. Okay. This is, my day's about to get really shitty, really shitty. And everyone else is here that's in the house with me too. Cause now they're going to have to deal with me even more than normal. Uh, so it's, it usually takes about, see, it just kind of depends on what the issue is. Cause sometimes they just happen. I didn't even know I was subconsciously thinking about something that would have brought it on. Uh, so let's say the newest one I had, it took about 45 minutes to an hour for the, to actually start fully. Like it's like slowly revving a car up, right? You're trying to warm the car up. So once the car's warmed up, I eat your brain, your mind, then it's full force, right? You, uh, usually what happens with me, if I don't remember to breathe at the very beginning, and I don't push myself to start breathing like the Lamaze quote, you know, breathing, then it's pretty much over because once I get to where it's really started, I can't breathe real slow. Like that's not going to happen. I feel like I'm almost choking myself um, because my heart's beating so fast and my lungs are trying to keep up with my heart rate and, and all that. So when I'm trying to breathe in real slow, I honestly feel like it makes it worse. I don't think that's true, but that's how it feels. And then a lot of the times, I think about 90% of the time, my arms, both of my arms will go numb. My legs have gone numb in the past. My face has gone numb as well. And I will be sitting wherever I can sit (laughs) and looking at the ground because I, you know, my husband will come in and he'll like kind of stand over me and I'm talking to him on my faces at the ground. He's like, why are you, when this first started happening, when I, when I was first with him, he would ask me, why were you looking at the ground? I'm like, I can't, because I'm afraid if I look up, I'll pass out. 
so I have to kind of like hold on to stuff to walk down the hallway or if I have to go to the bathroom, heaven forbid. I, it's, it's awful. I can't speak. I can't, people want to try to have a conversation with me. I can't talk. I can't put words together. It just frustrates me. Uh, it's a, it's a horrible feeling. So this person posted that they had a panic attack and the panic attack from the onset to the, um, full force of the attack and then the end of the attack where they were able to pick up their phone and write a long diatribe on this uh, platform was an hour or less. I call bullshit on that. And I'm going to say this because, oh, I forgot to say they picked up their phone right after the attack and started posting about it. I'm going to get to why that really fucking pisses me off here in a second, but that's bullshit. Yeah. Probably anxiety. You're probably having anxiety. Your heart was racing. You felt, you know, kind of a little bit of a shortness of breath. You started worrying. You started racing. Your mind started racing, blah, blah, blah. When I was a panic attack, when you're in the throes of a panic attack, you're not thinking about shit other than I'm going to die. I feel like I'm going to die. And that's it. That's the only thing you're focused on is someone help me, please. I, I need help. Someone help me, please help me. You're not thinking about anything. I'm not picking up my phone. I'm not looking at shit. I can't. I can't pick up anything to look at it. Uh, I'm counting the, you know, freaking wood planks on the floor at this point, And I can barely do that because I can barely move my eyes from one fixed point. And that's, that's a panic attack, people. I mean, I know everyone's is different, but panic attacks, you feel like you're dying. That's not, that's not a... That's not an exaggeration. That's how you feel because especially when your arms go numb, you're like, shit, what the fuck is going on? Like, am I dying? Am I having a heart attack? So there's no way in hell. I'm sorry. Especially if this person has never had these before. Not that I'm aware of. um, That they're going to be so well grounded and getting themselves back to reality so quickly from the fight or flight to being, you know, back to like homeostasis, essentially, there's no fucking way someone's going to be able to get themselves there that quickly back to where they need to be. I've been dealing with this for 25 years almost, and I still have a problem. Like I said, some of my last little six hours, seven hours, I still have an issue getting myself back because it is, I can try as hard as I want. And I think almost trying harder actually makes it worse because uh, you're focusing on it so much. So I, it's almost like you have to do something to distract yourself. Like I'll draw sometimes just something to distract me. Once I get to a certain point, if I can, sometimes some are worse than others. Some are just like, I can't, I can't talk. I can't breathe. I can't, you know, whatever. I'm not going to be able to move. I can't move my hands. I can't nothing. And then sometimes I can move my hands and I can try to draw and focus on something which takes the, you know, kind of gives your brain a break from thinking that you're going to die. So I was really upset to see this just because not only do I know it's bullshit because I can tell you right now, when you have a panic attack and I'm sure a lot of people can, can, you know, agree with me on this. The last thing you're doing after it's over is picking up your fucking phone and posting about it. That's the last thing you're thinking about. What you're thinking about is I'm going to pass out right now because my body is so exhausted from going through that ringer of literally running a marathon, if not more. And you can't, you don't have the energy to pick your phone up, especially 
in the middle of the night, early in the morning, you're going to just pass out. So, again, that's how I know it's bullshit. And the next point, I'm going to say this, and I don't want anyone to take this badly, or even if the person that I'm talking about is listening to this right now. I think what really made me more upset than anything else, not that she, excuse me, they used a, something I had actually said to them weeks and maybe months ago against me, sort of, in that post. But So I kind of took it a little bit personally than I should have. But here's the deal. People that have mental illness, uh, severe, almost like the it's what this person likes to describe themselves as having. Um, we don't get on social media after a panic attack and post about it. Because we don't want anyone to fucking know about it. Because it makes us look weak. We want to be known as normal as possible. And no, normal can be whatever you want whatever you want it to be. Give it your own definition, that's fine. But we we don't like to do those things. You will not see, very rarely will you see someone post something about a video, this is what I look like after I had a pain attack. Sometimes people will just to get the word out of this is what it is. Um, but people don't do that, that really have this problem because we have usually at this point, especially at the age that we are, close to 40 you've already dealt with it for so fucking long that at this point you're just hoping that it's going to go away on its own or you're just trying to survive at this point um it's really frustrating to me to me because i'm hoping when people see this that what they this person posted that they know it's disingenuous it's like someone saying that Oh, I like to clean my kitchen, you know. Oh, and like, their friends go, oh, yeah, you have, you're just oh, so, so OCD. No, they're not OCD. They're not cleaning their hands until they bleed. You know what I mean? Like, just because someone is a neat freak doesn't make them OCD. Just because you have, uh, like, one day where you have a lot of energy and the next day you're exhausted because you kind of used all your, you know, used up backup energy. That wasn't a manic episode. Don't call it that. Uh, just because you forgot for a split second while you were driving down the street, uh, you don't remember exactly how you got to the Taco Bell when you were like 150 yards away. You didn't disassociate. Don't say that. Uh, if you feel anxious and your heart races a little bit and you're a little worried about life and you stay up late at night and you're a little worried about your kids and your husband or whatever, that's not a panic attack. You could take a you could take a sleeping pill. You could take a Benadryl. Shit, you could drink some Nyquil and go to sleep and be fine. When I have a panic attack, I have to take like, and I have done this before, which is kind of dangerous. I've taken like nine to ten Benadryls within those couple hours, and nothing. They don't even fucking touch them. It doesn't touch it. it does not touch it at all. That's another big difference. <laughs> if you can take something that's not like prescribed to get rid of what you're feeling, you're good. I can't do that without possibly overdosing on Penetral. So it really, what it does, when I see people do this, and I honestly did not realize that romanticizing and fetishizing mental illness was really a thing right now. I did not know that. Um, I don't watch those shows. I don't watch, I don't look at those posts. I don't really pay attention to, you know, whatever websites let those things be posted. Um, 
but it's always kind of been like that anyways. I mean, that's always been a thing of, you know, men telling other friends, well, yeah, she's crazy. So that means she's good in bed, blah, blah, blah. Or, um, the, the artists, you know, the, the crazy artists that, you know, some women want to get with and, you know, the dream, the manic pixie dream girl in movies that guys want to be with. And, you know, they seem to be all fun and, you know, chipper and they, you know, up for anything. And then halfway through the movie, you find out that they have like severe schizophrenia or, you know, bipolar two or borderline personality or extreme panic attacks. Cause that's, people that have mental illness do seem more interesting. I guess that depends on what your definition of interesting is. To me, it seems like it's exhausting to be with me or to be with anyone like me. It's exhausting because yeah, when I was younger, I was up for anything. And now that I've gotten older and I have kids, then my perception changed to, Oh my God, things can like really fucking kill me now. I don't want to go outside. So it's almost like the SpongeBob episode of him being indoors with the penny and the leaf and all that. So, I mean, that's essentially what it's turned me into. And I feel bad for my husband. You know, he doesn't deserve a wife that never wants to leave the house and agoraphobia is so bad that it's, you know, almost intolerable. And I, you know, I have panic attacks every so often. And, you know, I've been known to, when I was younger, I used to cut myself to get out of, uh, to help me get, out of disassociation, which I was not, I was not aware of that's what the word was at the time. Uh, when I would disassociate, I would cut myself or when I had a panic attack, I would cut myself to kind of wake myself up, get myself out of that mindset. And so when I see someone just willy nilly going on a social media platform and talking about how, you know, people say that I only post positive stuff, you know, I'm going to post this. I just had a panic attack. That's fucking great. Do you want to meddle? You know how many panic attacks I've had? You know how many times I've called 911 on myself because I thought I was dying? I don't get a fucking medal. Do you want one? Like, I don't understand. Like, this is, you're essentially pissing on everyone's journey. Because this is something that we don't put out there for a reason. Because people that are truly sick want to be looked at as normal. Because when you tell everyone your business one when you just tell everyone your business you shouldn't do that anyways someone's fucking business but when you tell everyone your business especially when it comes to mental disorders or mental illnesses they tend to think of you as weak crazy unpredictable and uh you know just like a loose cannon you know you know you don't know what what jenny's gonna do today you know she's gonna have a panic attack or she might cry in front of you who fucking knows you know we'll just see round and round and round it goes let's see what happens um you don't want people thinking that of you and they're going to inevitably because that's just, that's what people perceive it as. And I, I would be lying if I said I didn't myself and I have it because I know what it's like. So when you just go online after you supposedly have this episode, it doesn't make you look strong. It makes you look like an intention seeking whore is what it makes you look like. And it makes everyone that already thought that people that did had issues like me, we're already attention seeking. You essentially just cemented that thought process in their brain. Oh, you were your, you were a cutter when you were a teenager. You just wanted you just wanted attention. No, actually, I wore long sleeves during the winter or during the summer in Texas. I didn't want anyone to see shit. I didn't do it for you. I did it for me. 
you know, when I have a panic attack, I try to get the fuck out of there. I don't want anyone to see me freak out because it's terrifying. Not only is it terrifying where I feel like in my own body, it's terrifying because I understand that people, one, look at you like you're crazy if they don't know you. And two, if they know you, then they're embarrassed because they know it's not like a health risk. And two, they feel completely out of control. Like they have no control at all. So they just have to sit there and watch you suffer. It's not good for anyone anyone anywhere in this situation it's not good for anyone at all so to post it like well i just had a panic attack that's awesome great for you i just had one this morning and i'm still dealing with it i'm still shaky as hell so but did i post it on facebook no i posted on here but the reason why i'm saying anything about today on here is because i feel like Y'all gotta stop liking these people's shit, man. Stop liking it. Don't like it. Don't give them a care hug. Don't comment. Don't. If you don't, if you just ignore it, it will stop existing. If you give it attention, it will never go away. And these people that are oversharers, these people that go on platforms for attention, specifically, not just here's pictures of my kids, here's a nice selfie I took, here's a picture of my art, here's a picture of this. Not that type of shit. I mean like this type of shit of, I just had a panic attack. Please kiss my ass and tell me how strong of a person I am. That might not have been their intention in posting it, but it had to have been. Like, why the fuck else would you do that? Um, yeah, I hate to say it. I just, I can't. I'm not going to be able to be around this person ever again. That to me is the most disrespectful thing that you could do. Not only to me, but to other people you know that have had a hard time in their lives. And in, that are a big part of your life. You're minimalizing the the stress and the pain that we go through on a sometimes daily basis. It's, it's you know, touch to touch, moment to moment, stone to stone. Sometimes it's just hoping to get by. So when you post it like you're, it's good for you. Like, I don't understand. Like, I, that's my thing is like, what the fuck do you want? A cookie? I don't, you got through your first panic attack, which is was not a panic attack. You got through your first anxiety attack. Whoopty fucking do. Great. That's awesome. I'm really proud of you. But just what you should be happy for is the fact that you've gone through this much of life and not had one. That's what you should be like. Motherfucker, what's going on in my life so I can fix it so I don't have this again. You don't. Why? Why does everyone want to have this shit? I mean, you can take all of it if you want it. I'll give it to anyone who wants it. If I could take my shit out of my brain and give it to you and hand it over, I would gladly do so. Because that means that my relationship with my husband would be better. My relationship with my kids would be better. My relationship with my mother would be better. My relationship with my in-laws would be better. My relationship with my friends would be better. Uh, my relationship as with a career would be better. My relationship with my own physical health would be better. Uh... A lot of things would be a hell of a lot fucking better in my life if I didn't have these issues. And I'm not saying that um, there aren't people that have these issues that aren't healthy. For sure. For sure. Totally. There are people that take care of themselves. I just don't happen to be one of those fucking people because I <sighs> I would just rather sit in bed all day and just not talk about it. <laughs> because it will magically go away, right? Everything, you know, I'll just meditate and it goes away. Yeah, I don't have to talk about it, think about it. But then this shit gets thrown in my face. I'm like, 
If you only knew what fucked up was, homie. Like, if you only knew what a real panic attack felt like, you would have woken up everyone in that goddamn house. You would have called 911. It, you would have, it would have been, you know, high alert. Totally high alert. Because it makes you feel like you're fucking dying. And that's not, like I said, that's not an elaborate, that's not, I'm not exact, like, exacerbating. Whatever. I'm not making it sound better, bigger than what it is. It really does make you feel like you're dying. So I just wanted to get on here because I feel like we also kind of, I mean, fetishize. I'm guilty of it. You know, artists and Hunter S. Thompson and Van Gogh and, you know, Sylvia Plath is one of my favorites. And I still can't help but think that they're if they didn't have the mental illnesses that they had, they probably wouldn't have been as great of writers. And I'm not saying that as to take anything away from them and say that they're their illness, but you kind of are, you know, it is who you are and it, it does shape your brain and you do look at things a little differently. So maybe we should look at illnesses as a little bit more positive because it can shape you into a good person. You just got to work out it a little bit harder. But all these fucking people out here saying that they're having issues and they haven't, they, they're not really having issues. They can all suck my dick. That's bullshit. Bullshit. See you later, guys.